welcome back for another episode of Clean Tech Talk, where we at Clean Technica interview clean tech leaders from around the world. With topics ranging from electric cars to climate change communication, you can listen to our full podcast series by visiting our website at cleantechnica.com. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Clean Tech Talk. I am here with Andy Wilkoff, who inexplicably goes by the name Handlebar Jack. (laughs) Now, Andy and I met at the Electrify Expo in Long Beach, and the reason I was so intrigued by Andy is because he's got a product that I think everybody in the e-bike community, everybody who's riding one of these kind of heavier bikes, is ultimately going to need but they probably don't know they're going to need it yet. So I, I think, Andy, I think that's probably a, a fair way of, of kicking that off. Thanks for being a part of the show. And yeah, tell us a little bit about Handlebar Jack. Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me. It was really nice meeting you at the expo. Really enjoyed your your panels and everything. It was, it was a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. So yeah, so, you know, Handlebar Jack, it, 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 it kind of came out of necessity for me. I have a background in industrial design and... I love tinkering and solving problems. That's, you know, that's what, that's what I do. I see something and whether if it's just like, I need a little shelf or something in, in my house or something's broken, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of like design it. You're going to make it. Yeah. I'm kind of the fix it guy. I'm, I'm, you know, my, my wife is, is amazed on, on the amount of service calls that, uh, that we save money on just because I open up YouTube <laughs> and, and, and figure out how to fix things. Right. That's awesome. And, and now, so this is interesting. So for those of you who haven't seen it, Handlebar Jack is this, it, it's, a, it's kind of hard to describe it. It almost looks like two little tripods that intersect with each other, fits in your pocket. And what it is, is it goes on the handlebar of your bike and puts out these little feet and you can flip the bike over and very easily, very conveniently on the side of the road, in your garage, wherever you are, effectively work on your bike. And it fits in like a standard tool roll, like even if you don't know you need this, if you're going to be cycling on the road, you're going to run into a flat tire, you're going to run into a bad situation. This is something that's going to help you out. And, you know, Andy's talking about this thing in a, in a very basic point of view, because that's how this started, right? Like you 3D printed the prototype in your garage. Yeah. So, you know, the, the CFO, AKA my wife, you know, years <laughs> back approved, you know, a, a capital expenditure of, of some money to get, to get an e-bike and at the time like it, it was a big deal spending a couple grand on a bike you're like oh yeah on. no that, that's a very good point i think a lot of people are still in the mindset that a bicycle is a two or three hundred dollar thing you get at walmart oh, yeah. but no. a, an e-bike you know two grand you're just getting into like the real good stuff yeah like you're you're and yeah like you know and and of course like you know i do my research and i looked at every single you know, review, and then the same review three days later, thinking that it's going to change. <laughs> and so I finally got it. And my main purpose was, is I'm living in El Segundo, California, and I wanted to be more active because all of my day is just sitting in front of the computer. So, but I worked in Santa Monica. So I'm like, okay, how can I get to work without being a sweaty mess? Right. <laughs> There's no showers or anything there. So I'm like, great right. e-bike. I'm a tech guy. I love expensive hobbies. So it's, uh, you know, it was just something that I gravitated to. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I think you're doing a, a great job with it. And, you know, yeah. it kind of speaks to this whole transition that we're having now, right, of people are looking for alternative ways to get around. I think before it was motivated 
you know, by environmentalism, which, you know, is, is very something very near and dear to everyone reading Clean Technica. But I think after yeah. that, it was just like a fun convenience thing, maybe to save gas money. And now it's really, you know, oh. even people who have, have never considered an e-bike or an EV are like, I, I got to look into this. I can't afford 750 a gallon gas. Oh, no, no, trust me. So it, it kind of, so the evolution of the you know, of my widget kind of came out of necessity. So I get this bike and, you know, you love your bike, right? I'm babying it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't, you don't want to get that first scratch. Like, you know, so, and I, I like to be prepared. So I get the trunk bag, I get all the tools and stuff like that. And I'm like, great. I know there, and it's a rear hub motor. So I'm like, look, this is going to be a pain in the ass if I get a flat because I'm reading all the forms and I'm like, I got a flat, I busted a spoke and, you know, all these kind of different things. And you have to make sure that it's, you know, you do your pre-flight checks and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to work. I need to make sure I get to work and that I'm prepared. And the rear hub is just like, oh my God, this thing is going to be a pain in the ass to, to do on the road. And then I, I think about it. I'm like, well, if I turn it upside down, because that's the best way to repair a rear hub motor right. uh, tire to change the tire is like, well, I'm going to mess up my stuff. I'm either going to scratch it, scratch my display or something like that, which I'm going to be staring at all the time, which is going to bug me. <laughs> oh, no, that's yeah. Right. That's such a good point, because when you're riding, you know, and again, if, if you haven't spent a lot of time on an e-bike that has that display, like the Specialized that I'm riding now has that L LCD display. Yeah. You stare at that thing constantly. And like oh, yeah. mine is like, it's like two degrees off of vertical. Yeah. Like I'm going to crash and die. Cause I'm constantly like tweaking it, like trying to get it. Perfectly yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and yeah like, I can't imagine flipping that over and trashing the display. Yeah. It's, it's one thing if you're on a mountain bike and, or even an e mountain bike and you're going and, and you wipe out, like those are like battle scars, right? Like you're proud <laughs> of those things. Right. But if you do something stupid and you scratch you know, your display or you, you break your lever or your throttle or something like that, you're just going to be kicking yourself and it's going to cost you a bunch of money. And I already spent $2,000 on this bike. So I, I'm, uh, I can't spend any more money, you know, at this point. So what I do is, you know, I, I got, you know, a 3d printer. And so I'm like, eh, you know, my industrial design background kicks in, I open up CAD and I start iterating on these, these ideas. I've got like a box full of these, what, these what ideas. CAD do you use? Fusion 360. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. 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 We have, um, we have the solid works versus mechanical desktop argument in the house. All the time. Oh, well, for me, it was like, there's the free kind of hobbyist entrepreneur thing. And I, it was it was just something I gravitated to. Like I know about you know SolidWorks and all that kind of stuff, but you know it costs money. And I you know, and I was just like, look, uh, this is a hobby. I can't spend right, I can't right. spend money on this. So, so we're, I'm um, gonna I'm gonna dive into some unethical life pro tips here. Okay, get, a, get an edu email account, and you can get all the student version stuff <laughs> for like nothing. I mean, it helps that my I, I have my oldest is in college, so like I just sponge off of his stuff, but. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth it if you're if you guys are looking for some unethical life hacks there. Andy Wilcuff from Furious Designs will never engage in unethical behavior. <laughs> you're, you're doing a great job. The, the legal the legal team's gonna love that. Exactly. But, you know, but again, you know, this speaks to something. You know, one of our writers, Jennifer, she does a really great job. 
<laughs> I like to say she does a really great job getting angry, but she's actually a really good writer. She has a good sense of like what is news, you know, and she yeah. did a whole series about what you're talking about, that pre-flight check, that inspection of the bike, that yeah. what do you need to be prepared? And the one thing that didn't come up that I realized when I was putting together my specialized, cause like this is the first time that I put together a bike that came in a box. I usually just buy them from a bike store. Cause I'm yeah. uh, fat and lazy, which is why yeah. I need an e-bike in the first place. <laughs> cause I, I'm, I'm getting too old to like keep up with the fast people. So I need, yeah. I need the cheater bike. You know, it's one thing to work on your bike when it's a 20 pound or 25 pound road bike or a cruiser bike. But once you start putting batteries in it, once you start putting the, the panniers and the racks and everything, yeah. you can very quickly get into a 60, 70 pound bike. That's oh, hard to maneuver. So yeah. if you had a way to like hold it and stand it and have it be stable and on its own, you know, you to work on by the side of the road, that would be great. And I'm leading into something here that I don't know if you're ready to talk about yet that you showed me in Long Beach, which was the seat cover. Absolutely. Because as soon as you flip it over, okay, great. You've got yeah. your handlebar jack. So you're protecting yeah. your handlebars, your grip tapes, your, yeah. you know, if you've got Everything. Shimano shifters, you're protecting all that and you're providing a stable platform. Yeah. But now you're using your seat as one of the legs of that tripod and yeah. it's getting all scuffed up and scratched up. Absolutely. So, yeah, so that's all, that's all out in the open, you know, and a lot of our customers are like, Hey, you saved my butt. This is great. But then everything was like, Hey, what about my saddle? I, I love my saddle. I got a leather saddle. I got a Brook saddle. I got, you know, a Delta saddle, something that, you know, saddles, you look at them you're like, ah, oh, they're just saddles or, or, or seats. A lot of people call them, but they're saddles. And <laughs> it's a Brooks saddle. <laughs> exactly. Like a Schwinn seat, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Not that we yeah. don't love Schwinn, but like, I mean, they know the score. They, they understand. Yeah. So, you know, people are like, I spent 80 bucks on this. I spent a hundred bucks on this, spent 150 bucks on this. I don't want to scratch it up. So naturally, you know, the, the customers anticipated, you know, what we were coming up with next. And that's what we released this year. So we released the saddle jack, which is our travel cover slash repair cover, you know, and it, and that's in production right now. So we're, uh, we're evolving, we're evolving our line and, you know, we're having fun. I mean, to, to get the cheesy tagline in there, like, you know, our product, you know, our line of products are, you know, we want to take the worry out of kind of any kind of roadside or home repair, Yeah, you know, well, and that's investment. important too, right? Because so many e-bikes that you buy out there, I mean, a lot of people, if you were into like, you know, the giants and the treks, you're used to going to a bicycle shop or a local mm -hmm. bike store and you're spending money there. And you're probably, yeah. even if you don't buy whatever service maintenance package they try to sell you, you're still probably yeah. going to end up there to service the thing. And if I, you know, if I blow a tire or cut a tire on a giant or on a trek, I can pretty much take it anywhere yeah. and they're going to work on it with a lot of e-bikes. There's still a hesitation at some of these local bike shops to work on the bike. So there, there's a high Absolutely. likelihood that you're going to end up wrenching on this thing yourself just, just out of convenience. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole kind of, you know, the, the upset of, 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 you know, traditional markets and, and, and sales flow with the direct to sales kind of e-bikes that they've kind of upset that traditional market and, you know, competition comes around. Like I remember, you know, when I first got my first e-bike years ago, Nobody would even talk to me about even just service, servicing the mechanical aspects, let alone like the electrical. Yeah, they didn't so, want to touch it. Yeah. So it's getting better now, 
but you know now where where a lot of a lot of shops were like oh, electric you know like you're saying those are cheater bikes now you know they're just like everybody else they're embracing this new mode of transportation that is not only fun you get this giant smile on your face the first time you ride an e-bike but you know it's becoming a legitimate lifestyle change for a lot of people from the grocery getter to like, I live in El Segundo and I can't tell you how many people I see with, you know, with the wagon style, you know, e-bikes. Oh, like yeah. Yeah. With the, with the two car seats on the back. Yeah. There's you know? a, there's a, so I do the, uh, the elementary school drop-off here. I'm, I'm yeah. just outside of Chicago and there's a guy who has a rad wagon and there, there's actually another guy who has an urban arrow, which like, if you haven't seen that, it's like a $7,500. Yeah. It, it's like pulling up to the drop off the kid in a Rolls Royce. Like, <laughs> why do you have that dude? Like it's not for the kid. The kid doesn't care. You have that. Exactly. Us. Yeah. You, know, you, you yeah. have that to one up us. And Absolutely. like, fair enough. You did. You did. You won up to me. You win. Yeah. And like those guys are like so cool. The kids always want to jump in the thing and ride around, yeah. especially the the urban arrow has kind of like a bucket. So like, yeah, that front bucket. Yeah. 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 People are so into it and you're starting to see those e-bikes come around, but I'm still finding, you know, maybe it's just around here. You know, if the, if the, the shop sells giant e-bikes, mm-hmm. they'll service the ones they sell. Yeah. But they won't service the one you got on Amazon or eBay yeah. or, or, you know, and, and, I don't want to call them out because I think they do a really good job, but you know, they won't work on like a Zugo bike. Right. Right. Yeah. Zugo is a very straightforward bike. It's got Shimano shifters. It's Mm -hmm. got a big, you know, ring gear and all name brand parts. Yeah. It's all name brand parts that they, that they not only know how to work on, they carry those parts for other bikes. Mm -hmm. These are parts that they already have. And it's a, it's a crapshoot. It's 50, 50. So like, yeah, you know, and especially on an e-bike that can go, 20 30 40 miles before it runs out of range you yeah. might be 10 miles from the bike shop that you oh. know is going to work on your bike yeah you might end up going somewhere just out of necessity that won't want to work on your bike so having a proper tool roll knowing what little yeah. nuts and bolts and pieces it, even if it's very basic is going to be a bigger yeah bigger. i mean you, you need a patch kit you need a couple of you know things to screw un, un- glue and screw things that you've had on your bike well and this and, is chicago so you need a yeah. nine millimeter handgun yeah <laughs> you need like a tactical bowie knife some right? like some barbed wire that kind of like yeah. to, to make a perimeter when when you're when you're uh when you're yeah. servicing but, it's not but that yeah. bad it's not that bad in chicago you can get by with a 22 yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, to get back to, you know, you know, the inception of this thing. So I made this thing for me. Right. right. And, and my buddy, Brandon invited the family up to their, their place and, and, and Park oh, City. And he, he saw it. He had to have one. Yeah. So he's like, I'm a biker. This is like, dude, this is awesome. You should like patent this. And I'm like, nah, really? And he's like, yeah, so many people would love this. I'm like, really? And so I'm like, okay, so let me, let me try, you know, uh, I'm, you know, close to my midlife crisis. So I gotta, I gotta try something different. Right. So I'm so close. Uh, I almost bought a Maserati yesterday. <laughs> was it, was a bright yellow? No, it was red. It was red. Uh, but see, I, 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 the butternut the yellow midlife, is nice. You need to go with the midlife crisis yellow. That's always a, oh, a getter. I'm so close. It's, I could feel it. I could, I could, <laughs> I actually had the thought the other day I was on an airplane. I was, I was on American airlines, which, and the reason I, I call out American airlines is if you fly out of Chicago on American airlines, you're like a second class citizen. 
like because that's a united hub right so right, like, they right. do not care like american airlines yeah. you're over there by the dumpster try not to get any garbage juice on yourself right oh no so like i'm flying out and i'm sitting there in the plane and i'm waiting for it to take off and i'm like the thought actually rang in my head i have more days behind me than i do ahead of me yeah and it's like oh time to spend some money <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah my 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 wading into it was the two grand e-bike right that's how so, you wade in no exactly yeah, but yeah. then you start looking around right and you're like hmm that's specialized turbo creo that's yeah, the, affordable 7500 bucks yeah, yeah the recent mueller if you want to go exotic right oh oh yeah that's a nice bike though i mean oh, i man. had um I have dreams about that bike. Oh, yeah. I had uh, a woman named Allison vote on the show. She runs the uh, U.S. operation for Grape, which is the, the bike that's made by Bugatti. Mm-hmm. Like a $16,000 <laughs> mountain bike. It has it, its own computer on board. So like, it is it, is own, it like, bedazzled with diamonds and jewels? No, it's like it's it, it's so neat. So it's uh, pre-preg carbon fiber. It's not wet layup. Okay. So it's like baked in an autoclave at 4,000 yeah. degrees and it comes out perfect. They 3D print at like they, they 3D print the metal fork tubes. And nice. it's like out of like magnesium or something stupid. Like if, if you were a Formula One team, you would yeah. not have stuff this nice. Wow. Oh, it's so awesome. sick. Yeah. And it's doing like calculating processes on the same time. It's got a cadence sensor and a load sensor. So it's like, yeah, oh, let's figure out the exact yeah. amount of pressure. Yeah. Given. And you can really go nuts with these things. And one of the things yeah. that I get so excited about, and I'm sorry to keep talking, but I, I'm a podcast. No, 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 that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, that means I'm in love with the sound of my own voice. Right? <laughs> I'll, I'll barge my way in. If anybody yeah. knows me, they know I like to talk. So. <laughs> yeah. And I'll listen to this like three times too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so embarrassing. But like the reality is like, if I was going to go buy a, a really slick car, if I was going to go buy, you know, like something really high end, like a Tesla or a Porsche Taycan yeah. or something yeah. stupid like that, I'd be out a hundred grand. Yeah. And I, I can't, if I had the money, I couldn't justify it. Right. Right. Like I'm nowhere near having the money, but if I did, right. I, I couldn't justify it. But can I justify a five or six thousand dollar bike that's like yeah, really high could. end that I can get excited about? Yeah, yeah. kinda. Yeah, you for know? me, for me, it's you know, if I'm always like, but but honey, I'm gonna get some more exercise out of this and be like, <laughs> buy it now. Otherwise, right. I'm just just slugging in front of the computer. But that's it, um, right? And then yeah. you can you can even spin it as like, look, you know, I'm gonna live longer and I'll it'll it'll stretch out my possible my earning potential for another two or three years. Exactly. If I buy this. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for cardio. Um, yeah. So so back so my buddy Brandon's like, oh I want one. I'm like, uh okay. So you know and and of course, it's just like starting a business is daunting and you know, the whole entrepreneur thing. So, you know, I'm like, OK, how could we do this just to see if other people I need I need a little bit of validation um, and if people will buy it. So I spent literally I spent a year going through different design iterations and and designs and, you know, load testing and all that kind of stuff on my 3D printer using like ABS. So, you know, that's just rock solid plastic, right? That's not, that's not going anywhere. So I wait in and I, I do an Etsy store and start doing, you know, I start hitting the forums and just being delicate about it. Be like, Hey, check this out. I, I made this, you know, if you want it, you can go to Etsy, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, people started buying it. 
and then the next thing you know, I'm like, okay, X, this Etsy thing has become a little pain in the ass because, you know, I'm not crocheting these things, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to mass produce them. So, right, right. so then, you know, I graduate to Shopify and, you know, I have a, you know, a very graphic background as far as, you know, content creation and all that kind of stuff. So not only am I designing the 3D product and, and CAD and, and you're printing doing it your out, own website and everything. I'm, I'm doing the own website. I'm doing all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm like the one man band with the like. Right. Burn, burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it. I was gonna say, do you, you feel know? like you have some control issues that you need to work through? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, so you know, I'm I'm you know I'm selling a few here and there on Etsy, and then you know I'm hitting the forums, and then you know I'm sending them, you know I'm scouring YouTube and sending them this and there, and then Kyle over at. Uh, area 13 e-bikes picks it up and he's got a great youtube following and this is right before the pandemic and you know i, I punk some money down i'm getting ready to go to sea otter and just kind of like debut like my my stuff and i'm and at this point i'm 3d printing them in my garage right i'm assembling myself i'm i'm boxing them and then shipping them out and i send one to kyle kyle does a review and then like going from like one or two sales, three sales, four sales a week. Like in one day I get like 400 orders from, from this podcast. And I'm like, but as it should Oh be, no. Like, yeah. But that's yeah. how it is. Like, I don't know if you, yeah. if you remember when I walked by your booth, I probably walked by you guys two or three times without yeah. understanding it. And then I like saw you flip the bike over onto yeah. the thing. And I was like, wait, 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 Oh, wait. oh yeah do that again. <laughs> yeah, no. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's just, it, there's a huge education part of this, especially because the bikes are so new. It's just like, you know, yeah. okay. I'll, so let me, let me digress. I'm going to divert the story again. So <laughs> no worries. we're, we're at, at sea otter and this was October that was pushed like a year and a half. Right. You know, right. because of the pandemic and stuff. So we've got our booth. Sea and otter we, is like a, like a bicycle mobility Show. yeah yeah it's yeah. a huge like not, not know, everyone knows yeah. who sea otter, what sea okay. otter is so we gotta yeah. like let them know yeah it's a big kind of like pre-season event where a lot of the big companies debut their new stuff there's a bunch of little stuff there's races it's like a four-day like festival it's not just like an expo right there's yeah there's downhill there's road racing there's but all it's these not as good as some of the expos correct <laughs> correct but no, sea otters, sea otters are very big deal. So go it, ahead. It's, it's a different, it's a different crowd, right? It's, it's a different it's crowd, not, sure. it, Yeah, it's a different crowd. So we go and, you know, we, we have a good time and then they do a short turnaround to get back on the regular schedule. And, you know, we do it again here in April and the vendor that was next to us was the same vendor that was next to us on, you know, on, on the second time. And he walks over and he's kind of chuckling a little bit and I'm like, Hey, how's it going? And he's like, okay, I have to admit. The first time I saw your product last time in October, I thought it was stupid. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. And then he's like, and then I got an e-bike and now I want to buy one. Yeah. It, it, you don't, you don't have to lug, you know, you don't have to try to hold that thing up in the air while you're wrenching on it more than yeah. one or two times before you go, you know what I need is a bike stand, but those yeah. giant bike stands that like, real i'm, I'm going to use the term real here like real yeah, yeah, bicycle absolutely. mechanics like people who do it professionally yeah. those racks are not inexpensive and mm -mm. they're not 
portable number two no and like they take up a ton of room like you have to dedicate yeah. half your garage to it at yeah. least yeah i mean you need a good amount of space and then you know yeah and then you got to heft your bike up on it which is a different a different thing so you know that's that's kind of so you know my uh, what it, invention is the necessity is the mother of an all invention or whatever it is. I'm <laughs> going to step on that. I'm going right. I'm I'm to step on that a little bit, but you know, like I had a need and, and I realized, well, maybe if I have that same need, a lot of other people will. And if I can help people, you know, protect their bike, you know, sometimes people love their bikes more than they like their significant others, you know, like, I don't know, <laughs> but you know, that's, that's really what I wanted to do. So then flashback to like year one we get this amazing review and all these things kind of blow up well, how, how long have you been in business because you're talking like year one and all it's like i've only known about you guys for like two weeks right so we've been in business since probably like i was designing in 2018 we kind of launched in 2019 like october of 2019 is kind of when i literally had a bunch in my backpack went to a cyclovia event down in LA and I'm like handing out flyers, trying to sell these things out of my backpack, you know, <laughs> and I sold a few. I'm like, yeah, that is so good. <laughs> and, you know, so it started then. And then, so I get this, this thing, you know, from, from Kyle and, you know, it really jumpstarts the visibility of, of the product. And from there I go from one 3d printer to like eight or nine 3d printers in my garage. Wow. And I'm, I'm producing, I'm printing literally 24 seven. I, af, after my day job, I'm, I'm taking all the stuff off the build plates. I'm assembling, I'm looking at the orders, I'm assembling and shipping, you know, to a backlog for months. And then that's so awesome. And then, so the first year I made assembled and shipped out of my garage, 3,500 units. Oh, that's a lot of 3d printing <laughs> i i turned my desk i like bought one of those screwdrivers that like hang up with the little cord and yeah like, yeah, and yeah. like you know and like like i needed to make a little assembly line in in my office and you know from there we were able to make the step to injection molding and one of the things that that i feel really strongly about is you know north american manufacturing so not knowing anything i literally just started googling injection molding manufacturers in Southern California and through happenstance and, you know, good karma, I, I met a manufacturer, uh, a plastics manufacturer out of uh, Reno, Nevada. And so we've been, you know, we've been injection molding, you know, in America, assemb they assemble and, and sh ship me the box stuff. And, you know, to date, I think just last month we passed on the website, not including some of the dealers that we have, you know, 10,000 10, sales. That's awesome, man. And, you know, it's so funny to, to hear that because a lot of people, you know, people have different reasons for doing different things. And one of the things that you mentioned was the importance of North American manufacturing. And, you know, some people, maybe not the best people, have like some kind of weird racism against Asian products. And some people have misconceptions but from a purely environmental point of view shipping something from china to the u.s like quadruples its carbon footprint yeah and and to be honest if you if you haven't you know gathered by now what you kind of did like i like to have control 
<laughs> I so, want to be able to drive over there and make sure they're doing the thing. Yeah, no, nope, but them. like there's you have to like unless you're willing and I'm like, honey, I got to get on a plane and go to China. They're like, no, you got drop off and pick up tomorrow. You know, <laughs> like, you've got to take Billy to T-ball. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> I can't I can't do that. So, you know, keeping it local, you know, was was important to me just because, you know, I think it's important to manufacture you know, in North America, but also, you know, there's a communication and control aspect of things that, <laughs> right. that I'm not ready to give up no, or, and the or have compromised. Yeah. The communication, because yeah. even just a couple of time zones difference can yeah. screw you up. Yeah. And you know what, you know, I've got to get a, a few little parts here and there, you know, that's, that's not sure. You know, domestic and the people that I deal with are lovely. You know, it's like everybody's just trying to do the same thing. You know, they're trying to like, you know, put food on their table and take care of their family. Well, that's it. That's ex- and that's exactly it. And, you know, I, I think anything that you can do to make bicycle not and it's not just e-bikes, right? You can use this thing. I mean, we're yeah, talking you can about use it on anything. Right. Because that's the context that we met. But I mean, you. Yeah. this is for any bicycle. Yeah, we we have a number of people and you know that that are just serious mountain bikers and you know a lot of mountain bikers tend to like you know they call it naked where they don't like to strap anything to their bike you know they'll just mm-hmm. you know they'll just put something you know in their shirt and you know maybe a, a power bar or something I, yeah i and know that's those it. guys they always want to borrow my wrenches yeah but a, a lot of them they do a lot of these pre-flight checks before you know at the trailhead and, and a number of them have you know have and they, they use them at, at the beginning of the trailhead when they tune up their bikes oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so well, it, you know it, it's such it's, a neat product and i'll i'll put a link to it in the show notes if you've got yeah. a video like a how-to video because yeah absolutely we got a number of things i can i can yeah i know a guy i know a guy that can hook you up with stuff <laughs> I, I know a guy that probably <laughs> filmed it and edited it himself and then put it <laughs> on his own website <laughs> <laughs> But it, it, it's such a weird thing because there are there are products in your life. There are things that you see that you just go, oh, my gosh, why? Why didn't I think of it? But until yeah. you see it, you can't even visualize it. So, like, yeah, if you haven't seen it, if you're listening to this and you haven't looked up the handlebar jack by now, it's not what you think it is. It, But like it, it's it's very cool. You'll see it. Check the show notes. You'll have pictures of it there and we'll, we'll link to it. it. It's a really neat thing. And I think anything that makes it easier for people to get out of their car and onto two wheels, whether it's an e-bike or a conventional human powered bike, I think that's just going to be something that every time we do that, we're going to do a little bit better for the planet, a little bit better just for our community. And yeah, you know, I think that there's some kind of health benefit people talk about. Yeah. I mean, you're still, wor- you're still working, whether you're on an e-bike or not, you know, yeah. you're, you're still pumping. But yeah, I mean, just to get back to, you know, the the origin story, the handlebar jack is it's not the product you want. It's the product you need, you know, <laughs> to, to, to rip off a Batman a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say, I vividly remember saying we weren't going to turn this into an infomercial. But you know what? I think. Sorry, in fairness, sorry, sorry. No, no, sorry. no. In, in fairness, though. When there's only one product, you know, I have the same problem with the Seabob guys. The Seabob yeah. is like a little electric. It's an underwater electric scooter. I'll put a link to that too. And you can't talk to those guys without turning it into an infomercial because no one else is doing yeah. it. And it's like, 
you know, you can't say, well, of all the handlebar, of all the different handlebar jacks out there, mine is different because, or these are good and you need this because if we're talking about this concept at all of roadside assistance, roadside servicing, there's one product and it just happens to be yours. (laughs) It just happens to be mine. Exactly. Well, listen, we, we, we are coming to the end of these. I, I do try to keep them to kind of like a normal length. Absolutely. So, but the origin story is awesome. I'm, we'll, we'll definitely link back to it. And I, I, I love your story. I love your style, man. For those of you, when you go see it, the handlebar Jack logo is Andy's face. <laughs> like it looks just like him. And he's like, makes the, he's made the face like two or three times yeah. as I'm sitting across from here, looking at him. He just like, well, that's just what well, it looks like. It's awesome. Well, when I'm, when I'm at events, my, uh, my marketing uh, director, Julia, when I'm not at the booth and I'm walking around, People will come up to me and they're like, Julia told me to, to make you do the face. And, <laughs> and I sit there and I do the eyebrow up and the, the little smirk. Face. And they're yeah, like, yeah. that's awesome. It's so good. Well, then, I just think, I, I honestly, and again, Julia is probably the expert. So I'll, 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 I'll leave this real quick. It's so disappointing that your name's not actually Jack at this point. I, I know. I'm going to have to change it. <laughs> I'm just going to have to like... It, maybe it's my middle name, although my mom would, would be really disappointed. She's like, I gave you such a beautiful name. We're Gen Xers. We're supposed to disappoint our parents. Well, listen, <laughs> exactly. You can listen to these always on uh, you know Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you like. Definitely subscribe. Check out handlebarjack.com. And dude, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, man, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Clean Tech Talk. Join us next time to get your electric fix. If you would like to sponsor our podcast, send us an email at accounts at cleantechnica.com. That's A-C-C-O-U-N-T-S at cleantechnica.com. Thanks. Walk, 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 walk,